What a night of hockey and what a night to come. The Netherlands or Belgium, who will be our World Cup champions? And welcome to the World Cup Daily, our final World Cup Daily for this edition of Men's Hockey World Cup. And uh, sitting alongside myself, John Lees, Matt Allen, how are you, Matt? I'm good, mate. I've uh, I shed a few pounds last night because it wasn't so much edge of the seat stuff; it was pacing the floor. <laughs> what an incredible night of hockey! Two very different games, but both equally enthralling. What a great advert for the wonderful game of hockey! Look, we we will go through those results quickly for you. The uh, they are what they are, and uh, we have a big game to talk about a little bit later on. First up, the early game, it was Belgium versus England, and uh, many, including myself, thought England were a real show here. Gee, what a performance and a class performance Belgium uh, put on. 6-0 was the final score. Um, England just didn't really have much of a chance, did they, the way the Belgians were playing? They we, just turned it on. Yeah, we saw a little bit of a golfing class then. Uh, the Belgian side uh, peaked. Uh, peak performance at the moment and uh, England didn't really get a showing unfortunately um, would be hard whoever came up against them wouldn't it? I think you know look Liam Anser didn't have his best game in the tournament, no. They, the Dutch shut the English down, forward line down very well I thought um, our mate Barry, uh, he was definitely hampered by that hand uh, it just didn't go for the English last night no, and it did go for the Belgium all the way through the and game. The, to be fair, England tried the whole way through. They didn't get to four nil down and throw the bucket away. No, you know, no, e- mate, even at six nil down, they were they they were still trying to press yeah. forward and still trying to create something from the game. But like you said, the the Belgians were far too good. Goals for Bone, Gunard, Charlier, a double for Hendricks from the corners, and Dockier finishing yeah. it off in the fifty third minute. Um, yeah, just a supreme performance and uh, it bodes well for them going into the World Cup final. Of course, it'll be their first World Cup final. This was their first World Cup semi-final. Yeah, look, uh, and just a great performance, of course. We should mention uh, Simon Gunard, who lost his father prior to the game, uh, apparently from a, a long-time sickness, but you know, <laughs> no less easier to deal with, I wouldn't imagine. Um, and you no, got the it. feeling when he scored that second goal in the 19th minute, you got the goosebumps and you thought Belgium oh, all the way. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I start, started to well oh. up a little bit then. The yeah, boys were exactly. all wearing the black armbands. Um, it's one of those interesting ones. It could go either way with galvanising a team or an individual. So absolutely fair play to Simon, Simon, um, for taking the field, for scoring a goal. And, uh, and for, condolences, of course, for your loss. But yeah, um, Absolutely. You'd, you'd have made Dad proud. Point number three, Matt, emotional content. If you saw that tweet I yesterday. Did, I did see that. Um, let's get on to the second game now. England will be playing in the bronze medal playoff, and they'll be playing the loser of what was one of the great World Cup games ever played. If uh, the reaction on social media is to be believed, uh, I think it was too. Australia versus Netherlands. Oh, two all at full time. A goal scored with, what, 26 seconds to yeah. go to level the game up by Australia. They were 2-0 down at half-time. The worst scoreline in sport, it Matt, 2-0. Um, and then we ended up at a shootout. What do you say about this game? It well, was phenomenal. Believe the hype is what you say with it. It's, we were expecting an absolute crackerjack. Like you said, it was a 2-2 draw. It went to, went to the shootout. Um, you couldn't have asked for more in the game. One team was up, then they were level, then they were down, and it was um, a real emotional roller coaster all the way throughout. And we saw both teams just going at each other. 
there, there was not really much put into defensive plays as far as specific for that team. They, they weren't setting up any, they just played their sort of game of hockey and went, if we're good enough, we're good enough. And it, what a game. Both teams just throwing themselves at each other. Well, the, the Dutch looked as though they were good enough going into that half-time break and they took the lead on the ninth minute when Glenn Sherman somehow found himself up there. I think it was his third ever international goal. Um, and, uh, I don't think he was being marked because nobody expected him to be there and he came from nowhere. Uh, the ball back, uh, drove back from the baseline and there he was to slot it uh, into the goal 1-0. Uh, and then a 2-0 lead from Savi Van Ass uh, took a wicked deflection off Flynn Ogilvy's stick and uh, that was it up at half time. And you look at the stats in the first quarter, uh, possession-wise it was, it was pretty even for the first quarter, 52% to 48 at Australia. Uh, but four shots to the Netherlands as opposed to none to Australia, despite Australia getting six circle entries next to the Dutch. It was probably, they had plenty of opportunities to score Australia, but they, it just wasn't rolling oh, their way. Per, per, if it's not on, you're not yeah, on. Permin Black was superb. Absolutely. He, you know, he hardly missed a thing all night and uh, pulled out some real world class saves. But yeah, the there second was some... quarter, surprisingly, that uh, Australia had 63% of the possession, but couldn't manage to get any advantage from that. There was some um, six shots on goal to two, uh, circle entries 11 to six, and pass accuracy was 67% to 49%. So they thoroughly dominated that second quarter. And you look at the third quarter, it was the same story again. 63% to Australia, 37 the Netherlands. Uh, pass accuracy 69% to 55. But the Dutch ended up with two more shots on goal. Surprisingly, five circle entries to the Dutch with only 37%. Um, possession and only one to Australia. You just didn't know which way it was going to go, did you? <laughs> and the last quarter, um, four, 51% to 49, three shots to two, 61% to 66 in favour of the Netherlands for accuracy. Circle entries, eight Australia had, um, but just couldn't. It took until the last 20 seconds of the game and as we said previously, we've seen India fall foul of this, the game goes for 15 minutes a quarter and That's just right. one moment of madness from the Netherlands and bang, in it went well, Eddie Ockington just popped the ball in the right areas and got the deflection in and under Permian Black, didn't that was the second goal, of course the first goal for Australia the, um, was from Tim Howard with his first of the tournament, bit of a breakdown on the short corner, he was the left option and he slapped it low and hard down into the corner so good, good to Timmy no I just dropped him <laughs> for the last two games put Hendricks in though oh that's alright um, yeah just fact, both teams scored one really legitimate top quality goal and both teams also had a little bit of luck with uh, an own goal so to speak uh, it, it was almost even a totally even game before we got to the shootout and even that we got through the first five uh, shoots and um, it was still even yes yeah, uh, mate I'm, just, I'm shaking my head just looking at the stats with it it was um, yeah uh, thoroughly captivating I couldn't take my eyes off it but I, I was literally I was pacing up and down up and down um, and uh, yeah well well done to the Dutch absolutely um, a deserved win it's never nice to lose that way but an absolute showcase from the world number one versus world number four and um, after sitting in the uh, the shadow of Stockman for so many years um, the Dutch keeper Perman Blart he that what a game he played he was simply outstanding now we did get a grab from Bob the Hood, courtesy of Hockey India, right after the game. What's going on in your head right now? Uh, really, uh, really happy as well. It was a real tough game. Uh, so close, close to the end, two one up. 
and they score. I don't know how they score, but they score. And that's all the credit to them for staying in the game and give us a really good fight. And the shootouts it can go either way. We did it really good. Uh, Pierman with a great save, the final one. Uh, it's a bit of joy now, and uh, quickly to focus on tomorrow. It's the final against the neighbors, against Belgium, uh, which you know really good, but uh, there's going to be another game again. So uh, prepare, recover, and uh, tomorrow is a big one. It was always going to be a close game. Did you anticipate a shootout? Uh, it can always happen, of course. Uh, I think we should have uh, maintained the 2-1 uh, lead. It's a mistake of us to, to get a goal again so close uh, before the end. Uh, but when it happened, I think all the eyes looked to, to each other and we, we had to focus, we had to trust uh, we could win the shootout. So I'm really happy the guys did it and Pierman with some great saves. The guys who took the shootouts, uh, credit for them and uh, tomorrow. Hi, I'm Flynn Ogilvie and you are listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Uh, Bob DeVood there with his thoughts after that fantastic semi-final last night. Of course, uh, Flynn Ogilvie managed to get on the scoreboard last night just at the wrong end of the field, the poor fellow. That's right. It was the first shootout that we've seen so far in the tournament. I wouldn't mind betting we see another one later on today. Well, let's get on to the game. The final, the big one. Yes, there is a uh, third versus fourth place, so... Second loser will be playing third loser in the bronze medal game. Australia up against England. Just uh, before we get to those two, uh, they, those two games, Matt, we've got to go to the Oracle. Um, well, he got them both right last night, didn't he? He did. Let's have a listen to him. You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between Studio Hockey and the First Day. It was a roller coaster yesterday. Belgium had an emotional morning when Belgian midfielder Simon Gugnard lost his father that night and decided to honor him by playing, scoring and beating the English 6-0. What a game, what a tournament. Belgium are in their first ever World Cup final. Game 2 between the Netherlands and Australia we all knew was going to be a nail-biter and we were not disappointed. It looked like the Dutch had the game in their pocket, leading 2-0, when the Aussies clawed their way back into the game and equalized in the dying seconds. Shootouts brought the decision, and we'll have a Netherlands-Belgium final today. What are the odds? A World Cup final between the neighbors of the Netherlands and Belgium. Well, since both have dominated international hockey together with Australia lately, the odds were pretty good and I got the final I not only predicted, but also wished for. Obviously, being Dutch, I could never go for another winner. So my prediction will be yet again a very tight game, but after 60 minutes a 2-1 victory for the Dutch. Because if the Belgians might win, I would never hear the end of it from my Belgian hockey friends. (laughs) Though should this happen anyway, if Belgium should win, I would be happy, for one man in particular. Pierre Gugnard, who was an amazing father to Simon Gugnard and his brothers and a great friend for me for many years alongside the hockey pitch. Let's have a great game of hockey and may the best team win. Hi, I'm Shem Mitten and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Thank you so much to Ernst Bart from Studio Hockey there. You can follow Ernst on all the social media platforms. Just search for Studio Hockey or StudioHockey.com. Um... 
yes the the final that he predicted lovely words at the end there as well Ernst you've got me welling up again a little bit with it um, the hockey family is a wonderful thing um, so what do you think uh, where's that coin I used yesterday oh mate it's, you know what the the Belgians have arrived at this game playing a really irresistible brand of hockey they're exciting and they're full of flair the Dutch there's a there's a few guys in that team that are seeking redemption from the last World Cup. Um, they seem a li- little bit more hardened, if you if you understand what I mean. Yeah. They're not playing as flashy, but they're playing a really strong, solid game. And I think it'll be like last night. You're going to see two teams that aren't really concerned about trying to put up defensive walls or tag players or anything like that. They're just going to throw themselves at each other and see how it comes out. Yeah, I think the uh, the Dutch certainly looked fantastic on the break uh, the past couple of games. There's just goals everywhere in this game, isn't there? Oh, Hendricks is the current top scorer in the competition with seven. Uh, he's absolutely rifling them in. Mink's still got to get going, but he's still got three or four on the board for the Dutch. So, um, but I think the Dutch conversion hasn't been that fantastic um, on corners. They're about five out of 30 or something like I'd, that. I'd have to go back and redo the stats, but I don't think they've been getting as many corners as they used to either. I think they're potting a few more field goals. Now. Yeah, yeah. Well, last Last time they met in a big competition, that was the uh, Champions Trophy in Breda. Uh, it was a 6-1 win for the Dutch in that game. And you've got to go back to 2017 for the, that final in the uh, in the Euros as well, a 4-2 win for the Dutch. So of late, they're kind of shading it just a little bit. Um, but anything could happen. That, yeah, like Ernst has said in some of his predictions, this, this Belgian side has been growing for a yeah. long time. A lot of guys have grown up together. Um, they're still of a reasonable age. They're not an old side in, in, in any way, but they're playing top hockey all the time um, there's a lot of matchups that will be happening that happen week in week out in the, the Dutch and Belgian leagues um, but it's uh, yeah, an absolutely mouthwatering prospect both teams are well coached too um, I'm not sure how much of a, an influence the coaches have once the game gets started about apart from being able to pull players on and off the field but um, they've both done a, a fantastic job with the teams they have I don't think there's going to be any shortage of goals tonight John that's, uh, that's no. for sure I, can you see the water boy doing a bit more damage tonight to the plastic bottles <laughs> will that happen maybe Max will be excited yeah there's a good chance yeah we'll wait and see well uh, yeah I can't pick it I'm not going to I'm not even going to bother trying to pick a score line it could be six all it could be nil all into a shootout um, the, the possibilities and permutations are endless all I know is, oh, well I think I know we're going to be in for a cranking game of hockey just before we uh, we go on this, well, move on, John. Uh, what about the Australia-England bronze medal match? Have you got a pick on that one? Uh, yeah, Australia. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. You know, I don't know what's worse going into it after losing in sudden death on a shootout and just missing out on the final, or, or losing six nil. Uh, what's harder to pick yourself up for a game the next day? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. What I do know though is that Olympic athletes often talk or who play this sort of finals in, to get their gold medal or something often talk about winning the bronze is better than, than winning the silver because to win the silver you actually lose something but when you win the bronze you win and it's, it's an odd feeling to take silver at these sorts of events because you've actually lost you haven't won yeah yeah uh, anyway, well, Germ- and going into the final, Germany the only side that uh, just sorry, Germany the only side <laughs> that beat the Dutch. Um, the Belgians only had that one draw. They won the rest of their games all the way through. There, yeah. Well, you know what happened the last time we talked about that. Well, last time the Germans beat the Dutch at a World Cup, what happened? 
They went on to win it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so this is uh, second consecutive final for the Netherlands, um, looking for their fourth World Cup victory. And as mentioned before, Belgium's first final. Good luck to all the sides taking yeah. part. And if you're a supporter of the Dutch or the Belgians, or if you just love hockey, um, it's going to be an incredible spectacle. And just quickly before we go, because uh, there's my fixture list. I put them away. I didn't think I needed them. The games tonight... Change of time, yet again, back to the more normal time. The uh, bronze medal game will be kicking off at 4.30pm Babanazwa time and the gold medal match at 7pm. Uh, uh, back to the normal pool, late game pool starting time. So just bear that in mind tonight if you're sitting down to watch those games. It's 4.30 and 7pm Babanazwa time. And the light rain is coming there today. It's going to be around 18, 19 degrees for those games. A 64, 65% chance of precipitation, 68% humidity. Um, so the cool weather climate will probably suit the uh, the sides taking part. Yeah, it probably will. will Interesting to see if Three of them anyway. comes. <laughs> uh, just a quick one on uh, TV uh, audio that we've used throughout the tournament. Oh. Just a big, big thanks to uh, um, Star Sports India and the FIH for use of that content, and of course Hockey India for some of the, the social media stuff that we've used along the way. There was a goal of the day yesterday too, but um, I'm not going to use that audio for the goal of the day because thanks to the hockey not liking editor uh, director of the television coverage. He decided to show replays and get the commentators to talk about the replay instead of showing the actual game of hockey that was on while a goal was scored. Very, very poor form in a semi-final. We're watching the game. We're not there to listen to those blokes crap on. Um, and that goal of the day, the generically sponsored goal of the day, it goes to the Belgium's number nine. Do you know who that is? Um, it's Sebastian Dockier. He scored the last goal from Belgium. You know why I'm calling this goal of the day? Because it's the first one where a bloke's got the ball, runs straight into the top of the D and smashed it into the roof. <laughs> it was as classic a hockey goal as you ever get. The only thing that could have made it better, obviously, if you had a shirt fronted a defender on the way through. That It was a ripping goal, mate. About an inch and a half inside the top of the D. Smashed, full-blooded, into the net. Congra- Beautiful. Congratulations. Well done to our final... Generically sponsored goal of the day winner, Sebastian Dockey. And a shout out as well to Jeunesse Day and the Mirko Preusser as well for their help along the way with that oh, segment. Yes, yes. Um, I just want to finish off, John. Good, the bad, and the ugly from the, uh, one the tournament. Yeah, one each. Okay. Good, good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, you, you go first with your good. My good? Yeah. Uh, standard of hockey. I thought there was some really, really, really good hockey players. Of course, you're going to get a couple of dud games along the way. Um, as it turned out, a couple of the games that I couldn't watch were a couple of the games that turned out to be the duds. So, um, yeah, I would say the hockey has just been fantastic. The the ability of our athletes to compete and perform and the fact that they get hit and they get up and they carry on and, um, you know, it's just been brilliant hockey. And they've been there a long time. They have. Um, and nice that we haven't heard of any of the, sort of the massive uh, um, illness issues and things that happened 12 Hockey's months ago the there. the story, essentially, yeah. this World Cup. Hockey is the story. So that, that's been the good for me. What about you? Um, I think the general uh, promotion of the event by Sports Edition, everything that's gone on around the streets, the images that we're getting around the world um, of the pure promotion and love for the game, hopefully that has some lasting impact there locally um, but it's certainly been wonderful to view that spectacle even all the way way back to that very expensive but 
wonderful opening ceremony. Yeah. What about your bad? Uh, now, in general, I thought a lot of the video production and stuff was pretty good, but in particular, my big bugbear was the amount of replays that actually stopped us from seeing the action. Um, split string. Split screen technology isn't a new thing. It would just be so easy to whack a little box down into the corner and keep that replay showing so we can see what's happening in the game because we know our game is so fast. It's hard enough following the ball sometimes, let alone um, trying to catch uh, a situation which has moved from attack to defence or defence to attack in a lightning moment and somebody's crapping on about something that happened three minutes ago. Or, or tomorrow. Oh, that's that's why that's why you have pre and post match shows to talk and discuss all that sort of stuff. All right, what about must, your bad? Well, my bad's in the same area. I saw some of the direction from the television coverage was terrible. That overhead crane shot or whatever it was that was so heavily relied on by the director. Uh, if it's a director or a vision mirror mix, I don't know. The amount of stuff that was missed was terrible. I thought the commentary team did a really good job at times to try and hold it together, and the, the stats were really good, but just. The overall direction was shocking. All right, ugly. FIH and FH umpires. That that is the biggest, ugliest, worst thing that happened in this World Cup. The the takedown of FH umpires, especially at a tournament where, you know, one team's teeing off and blaming umpires for losses. That's a FH umpires is been has been and is a great resource for all of us to help have a further understanding of the game. The FIH aren't doing it. So good bothering asking the FIH anything on, on the social media about rules of the game because you get nothing out of them and they took away the one outlet we had to be able to really understand what was going on yeah. they should be paying her to do this you know it's just a complete and absolute joke well there'll be more of that to come in the reverse stick episode 75 when we return next week what's your argument? Um it's difficult to say this John um, just some of Ollie's general behaviour um, you know, we knew we knew he was a bit of a uh, a party turtle going into this tournament, and yeah. that that had been shown at previous events that he'd uh, been working at. Yeah. Um, I just apologise to to some of his dare I say victims, um, and hope that you get full redress in the courts. Mm. Gee, you're looking pretty shiny there, mate. Have you been washed? Polish? Is that polish? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, folks, for staying the journey with us across this edition of Men's Hockey World Cup. It's been an absolute pleasure as far as the hockey's concerned. It's been wonderful. Uh, we look forward to speaking to you again. Tune into the reverse stick. It'll be out again this week. The normal, it'll be about eight hours long this week, won't it? It probably will, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, just quickly on the score, Dream Team, we'll cover that in next week's show of the reverse stick. I'm in at number five at the moment there, John. It's going to be a big night tonight. And uh, thank you to all of you for, um, you know, enjoying yeah. it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us on social media, reposting, retweeting. And Love look, you, bye. Look forward to the games tonight. The bronze medal match, Australia-England, that's on a 4.30pm local time. And then the gold medal match, the big one, the Netherlands and Belgium from 7pm. Enjoy, folks. Well done, mate. Cheers, mate. See you for the Pro League Daily.